arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Yes, indeed. Good morning. Welcome on this beautiful Saturday. Almost as nice as it was last Saturday. I know. It's really kind of cool. Um, And we welcome in our friend, Kristen Chesney. I, I love it when Kristen's here. It's, <laughs> I love it's just way too here. much fun. It's I, You know, some shows you just have more fun with, and go. this is one of them. So, And part of it is because of my coffee cup uh, that I bought at a garage sale a couple of weeks ago. It says, uh-huh. I cannot brain today. I has the dumb. Yep. I told the lady if she had about 10 more, I could buy them and just pass them just, out here because everybody's like, I want that mug. That's me. That's so great. My, uh, my uh, beverage this morning is hazelnut. Okay. Coffee. All right. Hazelnut so, coffee. Yeah, you know. well, I am sporting the straight up black coffee. There this we morning. go. All right. Yes, indeed. Well, so. great. We've got a great show this morning. I've got two wonderful guests. Our first one this morning is um, Ed Menta. He's a recently retired professor at Kalamazoo College in the theater department and a former professor of mine. So, full disclosure. I hung out with Ed for a while. Um, But we're here to talk about Ed's other passions, the blues. So thanks for being here, Ed. Oh, it's great to be here. And I just have have two things to say before we start the interview. One, I wish I... I really wish I could see that coffee cup. It's got me intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) And and secondly, I just have to say this. Uh, I'm speaking on behalf of everybody at Kalamazoo College. We are really, really proud of what you have done for the arts in this community, and we won't forget it. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. I I got good training down there at Kalamazoo College from all of you, so you can take some of that credit as well. So we okay. are on, we're on uh, Creative Cafe this morning, so yeah. our uh, favorite question to ask all of our guests is, what is your favorite morning beverage? Orange juice. Orange juice. Every it day. seems to be popular. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Okay, so no caffeine for you. No, I'm not a coffee or a tea guy. Okay, okay. No. Orange juice is good. Good for you. You um, are part of a band uh, called Blueback. And uh, you just performed last weekend at Art on the Mall. I know you got rained out of Wednesday's performance for Beats on Bates, but uh, I think you have a performance coming up. Is it tonight, tomorrow night? We do. We are at the Liquid Note in downtown Otsego from 8 to 11. So come on down okay. uh, if you're available. It should be a fun time. All right. So when was your band formed? We formed uh, in early 2019, and the band was formed by myself and uh, co-founder and co-leader Kenny, Dr. K, Kornheiser, so-called because he's a retired veterinarian. He plays harmonica. I play guitar. We both sing. We both write. Um, And we started performing in the summer of 2019, and when the pandemic hit in 2020, we ran into a bump, and uh, our drummer left Michigan. We had to replace him. Uh, but since then, things have gone pretty smoothly, actually. And uh, actually, our first CD is coming out later this year. So uh, hopefully people will uh, will enjoy that when it finally does come out. Okay. So first CD, that's fantastic. What, um, what would you categorize the genre of the music that you guys perform? It's definitely blues. But there is some country and some folk. Uh, 
you know, I would say about a third of the material that we do is original, written by either Dr. K or myself. And in fact, the CD is 12 originals, and some of it's blues, and some of it's country and folk. Um, and I guess uh, Dr. K has a way of uh, describing our music. He calls it uh, American music, American roots music between the wars, and that is to say between World War II and Vietnam. So there's a lot of 60s and 70s influence, as you might imagine, uh, from someone from my generation. Right, right. And um, it's, it's good to hear that you've got a lot of original work. Do you guys do any covers at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Some, some famous blues covers. We actually do a lot of Chuck Berry, uh, old rock and roll favorite of mine, big influence on, on my guitar playing and, and just my take on music in general. So, yeah, there's definitely some covers in there as well. Okay, all right. And it was it was a lot of fun to watch you guys perform at Art on the Mall. Well, it was a lot of fun to be there, and thanks for having us there because it was a great, I don't know, it just felt like it was the kickoff of summer, you know, in <laughs> Kalamazoo, which I'm, I'm sure was the intent, and, and we definitely had that feeling. Right, yeah, and, and I know that you've been invited for a couple of years now into the, some of the summertime live venues, but uh, a lot of rain um, and some you know, COVID. I think we're the only band to be rained out <laughs> Two years in a row. <laughs> Some sort of record. I, I, what are the odds of that? I don't know. But uh, we did play it, and we did play Beats on Beats in 2020, and that was a lot okay. of fun. Right. Hopefully, we'll get to do it again sometime. Right, right. Yeah, no, that is a fun venue, a very fun venue. So um, you formed in 2019. Did the pandemic affect uh, your guys' ability to stay together, be together? Yeah, did it absolutely. change? Absolutely. Okay. As it did every, everything else, right? So, right. Uh, we, uh, our original drummer, uh, he, uh, uh, shortly after the pandemic began, he left the state of Michigan. And of course we couldn't rehearse for the longest time. Uh, but every once in a while we did have a, uh, a gig and like, for example, Beats on Bates bravely went on in the summer of 2020, as, as I'm sure you know. And, uh, and so there were, uh, other, you know, events that had the Plainwell Music Festival. We played that one into the summer of 2020. So, okay. uh, actually I guess that one was last summer, sorry. But, uh, you know, so, uh, and then we've been playing at the Old Dog Tavern, which has been a big, uh, part of the blues scene here in Kalamazoo, thanks to, uh, its owners, Amy and Sean. They, they host uh, a Sunday night blues jam, and all the blues players of Kalamazoo show up on Sunday night after the first set uh, of the house band, and then it's an open jam, which people really enjoy. So our band is lucky enough, every fourth Sunday, we're the host band. So we play the first hour from 6 to 7 at the Old Dog Tavern, and then the jammers come up. Um, And even during the pandemic, some of that went on, and now it's going back pretty strongly again. All right. Well, that's, yeah, so Otsego tonight. tonight at the Liquid Note. All right. I have one last question for you. It's a little bit off of the musician track because uh, I have known you as a very talented theater artist for many years, Um, but... Now I'm finding out that you are a talented musician as well. So can you talk a little bit about what does playing in a band offer you as an artist, and and does it fulfill something different than your work in theater? It does. First of all, almost anything is easier than directing a play. I'm sure (laughs) sure you would agree with that. I would absolutely agree. Maybe running an arts organization, right? So I I would say that uh, I I miss the theater, I miss being with students, and I... uh, and 
and all of that. I can't pretend I don't. But what's great about playing music is it's just this really direct, immediate communication with people on a visceral level. And it doesn't happen all the time, every night and every song, but when it does, it's really a kind of a heightened, concentrated experience of life, as is the best theater, as is the best poetry, as is the best, you know, literature, anything really, any art form. And so I guess that's, that's what I get out of playing music. Okay. Well, that, that, yes, I, I can absolutely see that. Uh, Ed Menta has been talking with me this morning. His band is Blueback. They are playing tonight at Oxego from 8 to 11. Do you guys have a website that I can... We do. It's okay. uh, www.reverbnation, all one word, dot com slash blueback, all one word. Okay. All right. Check out the performance schedule for Ed Benta and the band Blueback for this summer. Thanks so much for joining me this morning on Creative Thank Cafe. Thank you, Tristan. Thank you, WKZO. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo strives to support all of these art forms and the creators who bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business, both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help to keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms, and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. You'll be glad you did. It's a win-win. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Yep, we're back. And we have another guest. We do. Yes. Good morning. We're back on Creative Cafe. Our second segment this morning is with Twyla Lockett-Jones. Good morning, Twyla. Good morning. How are you this morning? I am excellent. So glad to have you on the show this morning. You are a local artist uh, who you've currently finished publishing a book called Princess Mackie Buys a House. And someone, yes. yeah, someone actually dropped uh, a copy of it off here in the studio this morning for me to take a look at. This is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, it just got released within the last week, so I'm super excited about it. Yes. Yeah, this is, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. So you're on uh, Creative Cafe this morning. What is your favorite morning beverage? My favorite morning beverage, which I'm sipping right now, is green tea. I love a hot cup of green tea in the morning. Okay, good. Green tea. I know a lot of folks out there like green tea as well. Uh, Good antioxidants for you in the morning. You received a grant from the Arts Council to write, illustrate, and publish a book. And this book is, um, and a lot of people may not know, but this book is actually on financial literacy for youth. Yes, it is. Yeah, which is uh, absolutely necessary, needed, and um, again, uh, um, the <laughs> everybody needs to get themselves a copy of this because it's uh, the illustrations are great. 
It's a chapter book for children? Yes, it is a chapter book, and I wrote it um, for third to fifth graders. And so it's an easy chapter book. Uh, At that age, they're just starting to get into chapter books, so I wanted to make it an easy read. Mm -hmm. And I also made the content to where even an adult who wants to learn the steps to home ownership and some other financial concepts could actually read it. It's very, you know, easy to understand. And there's a glossary in the back that breaks down some of the real estate and financial terms. Okay. And and you, you could have written a book about anything, um, but you chose to do it on this topic. Can you talk a little yes. bit about why? Absolutely. So I am a realtor. I've been a realtor for 25 years in uh, Kalamazoo. And now in 2019, I opened my own uh, real estate brokerage. Um, What I noticed was that um, black and brown people, uh, the disparity between home ownership rates was just uh, tremendous. And so I wanted a way to introduce the concept of home ownership to younger people Because I believe when you plant seeds in children early, they grow up believing that it's a possibility. It's a real possibility for them to be homeowners uh, because many of them generationally grow up as uh, renters. Right, right. So being able to put this thought in their head at an early age that this is uh, uh, not just aspirational, this is something that can happen for everybody. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the statistics are pretty alarming. Um, Only 41% of African Americans own their homes uh, versus about 73% um, of whites. And what that does, it creates a big gap between the uh, generational wealth building opportunities uh, and the net worth. The net worth of whites is 10 times greater than the net worth of blacks. And the the biggest cause of that is home ownership and uh, property ownership. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and you've taken an art form, but you've... um you've used it as a tool to be able to get this message out. And again, I'm uh, very delighted to be able to have a copy here in the studio this morning because it is, it's absolutely fantastic. The, the pictures in here are great. Um, in fact, I feel like I can, I can see a little bit of Kalamazoo happening in these pictures. Who is your Uh illustrator? So my illustrator, her name is Melissa Bailey. And she is from the east side of the state. She's not from Kalamazoo, but she is from Michigan. Um, And Melissa has authored, uh, I think, three books of her own, but she's illustrated more than 50 children's books. Oh, that's great. That's great. These And these are wonderful illustrations. And uh, the, the name of the book is Princess Mackie Buys a House. Can you tell us a little bit about who Princess Mackie is? Absolutely. So Princess Mackie, she is, she's a fictional character, so she's not based on any one little girl. But I did borrow her name from my niece, whose name is Mackenzie. And so my, her, my niece's father calls her Mackie. And when I was thinking of a title for the princess in my book, that Disney has not already taken. <laughs> I, 
I thought about Princess Mackie, and I said, I like that. That has a good ring to it. But um, my Princess Mackie, she's a spunky girl. She's very adventurous. She's very creative, and um, she loves to dream big. You know, she she Mm -hmm. sees something she wants, and she likes to make a plan on how she can get it. And uh, that's that's just who she is. She she just (laughs) loves to dream big and to make her dreams come true. Right, right. Well, that's great. This um, this book, so we've heard a little bit about why you decided to write the book itself, but um, you also got a grant from the Arts Council to help um, with the writing and the publishing of the book. How did you decide that this project was right for applying for a grant? So I heard about the grant um, through a, a friend, um, actually a friend at Kalamazoo Neighborhood Housing Services. Uh, She told me about the Arts Council, and I had never been introduced to the Arts Council before. And when she told me about this grant, I went online, and I looked up information. I contacted Kristen at the Arts Council, and she gave me a little bit more information about the grant. Um, And I decided that this was a good project to apply for um, that grant, Mm -hmm. because I knew that what I wanted this book to do, I wanted it to have an impact in the community, especially communities of color and underserved communities. Um, and so it just felt like a good fit. So I decided to go ahead and apply for it. Right. And and um, if you can remember back, was that application difficult? The application itself was not difficult because I knew the story I wanted to tell. I mm-hmm. knew what the book would be about. So I had all of that information. I will say I was a little intimidated by the budget portion gotcha. <laughs> because, yes. you know, that whole thing, just to think about oh, all the numbers that go behind it. Um, and I don't know if other artists and authors um, feel the same way, but that part of it felt a little bit intimidating to me. However, there was a sample budget attached to the grant. And when I looked at that sample budget, I was able to basically take that same format and plug my line items and my numbers in. And that made it a lot um, easier for me. Gotcha. A lot, It simplified it for me. Right, right. So that would be the advice you would give others when they're looking at grants? Absolutely. Definitely look at the sample budget if you're a person like me who's a little intimidated by that part. I mean, like I'm a person who doesn't even understand Excel. So having that simple uh, sample budget really simplified the process for me. Well, good. That is good to hear. And we are um, so glad to, to have been able to support this project. You as an author, you uh, as a realtor, and then also being able to support this message out to brown and black kids everywhere that home ownership is attainable. Um, I understand that uh, you also have a sponsor, AmeriFirst Home Mortgage? Yes. So AmeriFirst approached me um, to come and talk to them about what I do in the community. Uh, they had heard that I, you know, work in different aspects of the community around home ownership, and they wanted to find a way that they could impact the community as well in financial literacy. So when they found out about the book, they graciously agreed to purchase 
4,300 copies of the book, and they are distributing the book to all fourth graders in the Detroit public schools. Oh, that's fantastic. That yes. is, that's great. That is great. So if I am not a fourth grader in the Detroit public schools, how do I get my hands on a copy? Because I think actually I have to give the one that I'm looking at right now back. But um, <laughs> how, how do I buy my copy this morning? So the book is available on Amazon. So just go to Amazon.com. The book is $11.95 on Amazon. And if you have Prime, you know you get it shipped for free. <laughs> yes. So, And if anybody out there wants to buy bulk copies for an organization, uh, they can contact me directly. Great. And I can leave my email address if that's okay. Yeah, please go um, ahead. And, and if you're comfortable, go ahead and let folks know how to get a hold of you if they want to buy bulk copies. Absolutely. Uh, and with bulk copies, if you want to have your logo added to those, we can talk about that as well. So to reach me, the best way to reach me is going to be email. Um, my name is Twala Lockett-Jones. Um, my email address is tlocketjones at gmail.com. I'll repeat that. It's T as in Tom. Lockett is L O C. K-E-T-T, Jones, J-O-N-E-S, at gmail.com. All right. I've been speaking with Twyla Lockett-Jones. She is the author of uh, Princess Mackie Buys a House, a, a um, chapter book for, uh, you said, third to, third to eighth graders, fourth to eighth graders? Third through fifth graders, through. but anybody can read it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you for writing the book. Thank you for attacking this issue within our community. And uh, thanks for being on Creative Cafe this morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thanks, Twyla. All right. Another in the books. Yes. Who knew? I know. I, time just flies by. I know. It we've, really does. We've been doing this. For uh, 10 months now, I think. Yeah. I was going to say, has it been a year? Uh, it hasn't been quite a year yet. We have to look back because we yeah. have to have a party that Saturday. We, you know? we do. And hopefully <laughs> we'll be renewed, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have, I'm, I'm guessing uh, that's we'll, going to be okay. The, yeah, wait for the contract to get renewed first. All right, cool. We'll have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, you too. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo provides support and resources to artists and art organizations throughout Kalamazoo County. We rely heavily on grants and donations to ensure a healthy, creative community. A donation to the Art Council provides 650 opportunities each year to artists through our programming, as well as almost $200,000 in direct support through our grant programs and sponsorships. Visit the donate page today at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org. Help us amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe.